In this episode, we're gonna talk about five key setup techniques that you're gonna need in order to master your bagpipe strike-ins. Ready? Here we go. So we're going to talk about uh, five key things that you need to do setup-wise with your instrument in order to help guarantee perfect strike-ins every time. Now, the first four things all have to do specifically with great bagpipe setup and maintenance. So if you are already a fan of the dojo, you might already know these four key questions that we ask every time we get our bagpipes out of the box. Question one, is my bag airtight? Now basically, there's a logic to these first four questions. We're gonna follow the air through the bag as it goes through, double checking that everything is perfectly airtight and efficient as we go. So as the air enters the bag, we wanna ask, is our bag airtight? Is everything going well? Has it been seasoned recently? Make sure all those stocks are in there nice and tight. Uh, make sure no air can possibly leak out. Question number two, are my joints airtight? So um, on the bagpipe itself, we have a lot of equivalent joints where the uh, chanter or drone meets the actual stock. Now that has to be airtight or else air can be leaking through. Okay, so that's the second thing, are all of your joints airtight. The next thing, which is something a lot of people don't think about when they <clears throat> set up their instrument, are the reed seats. So in the bagpipes, we have the equivalent of a reed seat where the reed is actually seated in the instrument. Now, we use hemp, of course, to seat the reed, and if it's not snug, if this reed is rattling around in there, air will work its way through, which will cause not just instability of the reeds, but will also uh, cause your instrument uh, to be inefficient. Now, when it comes to getting a good strike in on your bagpipes, the reed seat is doubly important because if the air, and obviously air doesn't have a conscience, but if, uh, just for lack of a, a better way to explain it, if the air is at all confused where it's going, right? Am I sneaking around the reed or am I going through the reed? If that air, if there's a confusion, if the airflow isn't quite solid and consistent, guess what might happen? Double toning sounds, right? Um, <clears throat> unpredictable behavior of those reeds. So the reed seat is absolutely and utterly important there. That was the third thing. The fourth thing is good calibration of your drone reeds to the strength of your chanter reed. Now, we're not gonna go into that today, but what calibration means is that the drones take the optimal amount of air, otherwise known as the minimum amount of air that you can in order to match the strength of your chanter reed. If your chanter reed is uh, weak or on the weak side, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, our drone reeds have to be set up properly so that they're not taking tons of air, that they're not open really wide and taking tons of air uh, because that'll cause obviously bagpipe inefficiency issues. So we have to make sure all those drone reeds are perfectly calibrated to the exact strength of your chanter reed. So that was the fourth thing. And all four of those things are standard maintenance questions that we should always be asking every time that we get our pipes out of the box. Now, the next thing, which is really important, and I'm gonna show you a quick picture 
right here in the video. And um, the last thing, which is specific to strike-ins, is we wanna keep the first joint of the bass drone as low as we possibly can. The higher that goes up, the greater the risk of double toning. And I'm not even sure I know the science behind this, but I, you know, and I'm not really gonna speculate other than to say the lower that first joint is, the less chance there is of a nasty double toning bass drone, which can kill bagpipe attacks quickly and uh, you know, totally wreck an entire performance for your whole group. <clears throat> so that's really it. Those are the five key setup issues that you need to address if you wanna have perfect strike-ins every time. So if you want our complete one sheet that goes through the exact four step process, we call it the STAR process because it has four key components. If you wanna learn everything and just have that all on one one sheet, please check out the materials attached to this video. And other than that, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode here of Dojo TV, covering the five key setup issues, right? Setup is the first prong of that four-point star. So I hope that you enjoyed this, and we'll see you soon for another episode of Piper's Dojo TV.